Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Well-dressed hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Well, it is a happy Tuesday. I mean, not if you're Shohei Otani. Because you're looking for a lot of money. Not if you are Mel Tucker. Not if you are a few people. So we are going to try to fill you with some positivity here on a Tuesday. Because, boy, there's a couple of tough stories tonight, Mike Harmon. A couple of real tough ones. Well, I mean, look, the Shohei Otani, it's no surprise, right? We've been talking about this for weeks. So I guess you just check the box, add a couple of dates, and you move on. The bidding war is going to be the bidding war, and maybe it gives the Angels a snowball's chance in hell to retain him. I would say the water bottle being in the trash can from the other day and the reticence to get in front of a microphone doesn't speak well. Gone. We knew that story. Gone. The Mel Tucker? Gone. That that one's just the, the hard part of trying to figure out timelines and filling in the spaces, what's consensual what was Tucker interpreting things, and then we get into what was the investigation. It goes back to the Northwestern thing, obviously a different set of circumstance, but 
to the same thing of, all right, we were working about this behind the scenes, yet then it wasn't. So what what are we subscribing to? But, yeah, more uh, more Michigan State uh, uh, misery and another uh, black eye on the schools of the Big Ten and and all of that. But it's, you know, two more days till we start week three of the NFL season. Can I get back to positivity? We're almost at Look, and I'm still trying to get Otani to the Mets. So, I mean, I'm, I'm still – and it could happen. Look – this is, look, this is what's going on with Otani. Let's start here. We'll get to football coming up in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the big story today, Shohei Otani, elbow surgery. His doctor said he expects Otani to be able to hit for opening day next year mm. and return to the mound as a pitcher in 2025. Now, remember, Otani tore the UCL, the ulnar collateral ligament, in his right elbow a couple of weeks ago, continued hitting up until September, end of the first week of September, and then he decided, hey, I'm done. My locker is emptied out. We did that story on Friday night. Everything yeah, I mean, was we gone. We saw the, uh, the yeah. video of him in the batting cage oh, yeah, yeah. with the oblique injury, yeah. and suddenly that became yeah. a multi-week season-ending injury. Yeah, just well, like- From what looked to be a day-to-day all of a sudden, operation shut down, Derek Bell style. Yeah, just like when you had to go, hey, we're broken up and I'm not going to be home. Go go to go to my place, leave the key at the end and take your stuff. It's like that's what Otani's people did. Let's go. We left some jerseys. We left a couple of T-shirts. We left a bag, water bottles in the trash. Here's my key. You're never going to see me again. Uh, but the good news is we're going to get Otani back for next year. And there's two big things to know. Actually, three big things to know off of this. Number one is... Dodgers head team physician, Dr. Neil Elitrosh, performed the operation on Otani just a few days after repairing Aaron Rodgers' uh, Achilles. I mean, really, he is the GOAT. He's the doctor. Like, what you do know, you think is going he's the goat. though? Oh, dude, you could never afford I mean, him. when you're talking about could $600 never million uh, no. ish Otani and Rodgers was what? I mean, you could never afford it. You can't. You can't Plus, afford it. Yeah, Come on, I mean, man. He put Brady back together in 08. He put Rodgers back together. He performed a, uh, a Tommy John surgery on Otani back in 2018. I mean, it, it, this is it. He's the guy. Dude. It used to be Frank Job was the guy, right? Yeah. For the longest time. Well, you got to go see Dr. Job. Now it's you got to go see Dr. Elitrosh because you can't spell attach without Ella, or you can't spell Elitrosh without <laughs> attach. And he should make t shirts that say that. And no, I'm bummed that good. I biff that line right there. I said the wrong way for it, but you get what I'm saying. You can't spell Elitrosh without attach. There no, you that's go. right. You'll have another opportunity. But I, I think you would enjoy trying to go to work on me because I'm like the damn wacky doctor's game operation. There's so many blinking lights and 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 clicks uh, as I walk up and down stairs or try to throw a ball or whatever else. I think he would be up for the physical challenge. I don't How long know about was that, that surgery. Yeah, forty eight hours. Yeah, but what uh, what do I get if I repair Harmon? I don't know. You probably can't pay, and you know I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know I'm, I'm going to hold out. I'm going to hold out. I'm going to hold out. Isn't for the that next like I'm gonna hold like out. a lawyer doing some pro bono work? I'm going to take this on just because it's interesting. And kind of challenge, challenging to put old Humpty Dumpty back together again? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how motivated. Uh, I, I don't I mean, know. I, I mean, we are on a national I don't know, man. show. I mean, yeah. can, I can speak forever yeah, but as you to could, his brilliance. Yeah, but you could speak with, you know, you could speak and do the show without getting anything repaired. Right, right. But Like Rogers, about- you got to see Rogers on the field. You got to see Otani, Otani pitching again. 
No, that's great. Yeah, and, and that's going to be, uh, you know, great te- testaments to his work there. But, I mean, I can evangelize day after day just saying, look, I was able to get my ass to work because this guy fixed me. Yes, the goat. The Either goat. that or he could just say, forget about the time. I'll just buy you a scooter. Yeah, no. But I, you have to, yeah. If you hit the lottery and you won the lottery and you were a billionaire, then I think, yeah, okay, then oh, you can get Dr. Elitrosh on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. I don't think you get him on the phone. I don't think you. I don't think you even get to. I don't think you even get to his office. I think he has an yeah, office six that answers of separation no, no, no. from him. He's got an office that answers the phone that decides that that phone call can actually get to Doctor Neil Latrosh's office. Do you think he likes a new a, a nice pork shoulder? I, I, you really you think. We- He's got Rogers, Brady, Otani. Oh, can they but cook? this guy brings hey, me pork hey, shoulder. Can they cook? And, uh, <laughs> I bet you I have a better brisket than they do. Yeah, because you know, because he can't afford the, the the most expensive dinner he would ever want to go to. He, he, he it's can't not about expensive. It's night. made with love. Yeah, is Mike Harmon a chef? Well, kind of an amateur chef. What if I had like a full time real chef? Like, what if I had Guy Fieri uh, uh, making me? Well, yeah, you probably want Guy Fieri then. Oh, no, they okay. tried too hard. He tried. <laughs> There's there's your hot take of the night. Food Network chefs, they try too hard. Well, yeah, give me the guys not, not as good. Well, I, how much are they cooking? Forget you, Bobby Flay and Antonio LaFaso and everybody else. You guys, guys can't do it. Brooke Williamson, you can't do anything. Well, you guys she, are all she overrated. She owned a spot in the neighborhood for a long time, You're so I'm not going to disparage her. Uh, so while Dr. Elitrage, remember you can't spell Elitrage without attach. Patent pending, patent pending. Uh, now what is next for Otani? Okay, so now that we know this is where he's at, he's going to hit this spring, and then he's going to pitch probably a year from now. Otani is not going to get paid to be a pitcher. He's not. No team is going to pay him. Not after two elbow surgeries in five years. No one's going to. Even if he proves he can pitch, it's still really difficult for a team to say, yes, here's $700 million for the next few years. But if he wants to do it, if he wants to break that bank, he wants to be that that guy, then what he does is he signs somewhere for a year and he hits, and then if he likes it, he stays, works out a contract extension, I can pitch again, or then I open it up again in free agency. Because clearly he's gone from, from the Angels, right? You don't go and clear your stuff out in the middle of the season, in the middle of the night, or you don't have your people do it if you're, if you're coming back. So you know he's gone. But So he can go somewhere Anywhere, really. And that's that's the other bit, best part of this is that this opens this up to a lot of teams for a year. You want to go someplace for a year? See if you like San Francisco. See if you like Seattle. See if you like Queens. You know, I mean, I, I don't, you know, see if you like Flushing. See if you, it doesn't matter. You can go anywhere now because it's for a year. You want to try the Yankees for a year? Because one of those teams will give you $50 million for next year. Any one of those teams. Oh, Otani, we get him for a year. One year, $50 million? Yes, let's do it. Any of those teams would give Otani that kind of money. So if he wants to pitch, the best thing to do is to say one year I'm going to hit because he's going to get he's still going to be a guy that's going to hit 45 home runs and knock in over 100 runs and, and and still be that guy and maybe you you win him over with with your with the culture in the clubhouse and and what it's like and hey you like living here and it's it's a great place really enjoy your life off the field and that's what you spend all next year doing but in the end if he leaves well you had Otani for a year 
and hopefully you took advantage of it. But for everybody, that's the best solution because if he go he goes somewhere for a year, he shows I'm good. Hey, look at me. I can throw. He'll have to do do times for scouts. He'll have to throw. He'll have to show that he can throw. He'll have to show what he can do. I mean, honestly, it might have to be two years before the guy comes back saying, hey, you know, now I got to show you I can get through a season before I'm pitching. But that's you're talking about two years down the line, at least for next year. One year you go hit and then you figure out where where things sit at the, in the offseason next year. Maybe all you need is one team you like to say, oh, no, no, we, we see your back. We see you're healthy. We know you're going to come back. We got we got great reports from the from the from the doctors. We talked to ne- Dr. Neil Altrosh and he's, he was great. And yes, yeah, so you can't spell attached without that. I get it. I like that. And and we're good. We'll give you that seven hundred million dollar contract. But the best thing, if he wants that deal, if he wants that deal to pitch one year. Fifty million somewhere, and then he hits free agency again next year and sees if anything is different. It's not guaranteed, but he sees if maybe something is different. Because again, he may be two years out to be able to get paid to pitch, but at least one year, I know for certain that's not going to happen. See, I, I like your theory. I do. The go and just sample someplace for a year. The we're always trying to get into the mind of Otani of what what his. His main ambitions are obviously he wants to win the World Baseball Classic. You saw what that meant, not only national pride, but just uh, coming out victorious and playing meaningful baseball and making a lot of money, uh, trading cards being sold, him striking out Mike Trout, all those things. But when we get down to it, it's the do you want to start bouncing around potentially, right? Because if the year experience. Let's just say, for sake of argument, he were to go to the Mets. Sure, okay, went, I like that. I like that. Go on, go on. He goes to the we'll, Mets. We'll yeah. put him on the Mets. He goes to the Mets. And, and it's an abject failure of a season. They spend a lot of money. They spend it poorly. Why is it got to be an abject failure? Well, but that's part of the example I'm trying okay, to wait, set up How about here. this? How so about, just work how about No, no, how about this? How about the Mets are good until the Jets get to training camp, and then they fall apart. At least give me a couple of months of things are okay, and then it falls apart. Okay, but, okay. but the, the idea being that the season is not successful – there's rumblings that one, there's um, still unrest in the clubhouse. May or may not be, you know, him, his camp, whatever else. But that it, it's just not the fit that he likes. Maybe he doesn't want to play in New York. Now that's a year of his career that, sure, he's put up numbers, whatever. But now it's wasted time. And you could insert any other place in there. I got to imagine you're doing your due diligence and running through potential options. Obviously, you know, if you were just looking at the hitter side of things, as we've talked about for weeks, yeah, the potential's there that maybe there's uh, some other suitors because the price of poker is a little bit lower. But it's still trying to figure out exactly what he wants in the grand scheme. Is it West Coast? Is it, you know, Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? And those are your opportunities? And Padres have already spent all their money. They're stuck. But it's it's the are those the only teams with the shot? Are the Cubs a wild card in the Midwest? Do we go back to the East Coast to where the Red Sox, Yankees, and your Mets uh, can suddenly play in this game? It's all trying to to understand the psychology of what he wants. And I just don't know that going to some place for a year as a trial is from what we know or think we know of him is where he is certainly for the teams. Hey, 
you know, come in for a year. We'll ma- we'll take the bank that the Angels lose on all the Japanese advertising. Yeah, well, you got to go play we'll somewhere, though. Selling. I mean, you, you got to no, pick no, no. somewhere. You got to no, go sure. try somewhere. So, but, but my point you know. is that you wouldn't do it for a year. Is that he would be a guy that would look at an organization and be like, I'm I'm there for some level, whether it's three years, five years, whatever. It doesn't have to be the long term. I'm here and wedded to you for life kind of thing. Yeah, but if you but want that contract that's going to pay you to pitch, you have to wait. Because uh, yeah, hey, we love we love you here. We're going to give you a contract that's five years and two hundred million dollars. Or well, wait a minute, but I, I'm a pitcher. Well, we don't know that you're a pitcher. No, but I'm a pitcher. Well, we're not going to give you that kind of money. So I mean, no, no one's going to do that. I mean, that that's a that's a ridiculously bad investment to make. So if you got to go somewhere for a year, I'm a, have an adventure. Go somewhere for a Jason, year. Figure it out. Go somewhere for a year. J- Jason, have you not watched? You watched your owner this past year. You watched the Padres. No, after this These guys year, are coming up with no funny one's, money no one's for gonna, any guy no that one. winks at him. No one's going to I mean, pay come him, on, man. No one's going to pay him $750 million not knowing your when guy he would. pitch again. No, he your guy would. No, he wouldn't. He got sure rid he of Verlander and Scherzer because Cause they weren't pitching well and I their can't. team was going into the toilet. Yeah, and you got Otani who is not going to pitch at all, and you're hoping he can pitch again, but you yeah, have but no you can, idea. But you can actually monetize him. The other two guys, you weren't drawn extra asses in seats or jerseys sold or whatever else minimal compared to what an otani Dude, if you're you. paying him 65 million dollars a year to hit uh okay boy that's a lot of money for one guy they don't want to re-sign pete alonzo and pete alonzo is going to get less money than that I, I i just i don't see as crazy as people are with the money as crazy as teams are this is this is funny silly money that is going to be that no team is going to say yeah they would want to get in but you got you got to show you can pitch. You just watched all these guys this year get hurt. It's going to be tough, man. That's a tough sell. But I'm, if yeah. you were an owner of a team, hey, all right. I'd, I'd have them call you in a second. You give them that money. You have all that cash. Oh, I don't want to pay anybody. You know that. <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'll forgive you this playing of Tears for Fears because you just gave me a really good chocolate brownie. I'll forgive you for wow. that. You like it? And it's actually, Taisha gives me a chocolate brownie. First thing I say is, okay, in an hour, how am I going to feel? He said, no, 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 it's fine. I said, you're going to tell me this chocolate brownie is really made out of seaweed and quinoa and, and dirt. No, 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 no. I, just chocolate brownie, and it's very tasty. I was thinking you were implying something else was in the brownie. No, hey, man, I'm just feeling pretty good now, man. I just, I one of those Taisha's brownies. You were hanging were out good. on a Rocky Mountain high. Hey, they were good Colorado. I know, man. It's 420 someplace, man. This is really fun. Uh, so, yeah. Have so you ever heard anybody that was high talk like that? Anybody that wasn't in a movie? Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I've heard a lot of people talk that way. It's not enough. It's not as much fun if I just go, oh, yeah, I think I'm really uh, I think I'm screwed up. I want to be See, like, I think it would have been funnier if you would have gone into full paranoia. It's funny because I have that good, hey, man, I have that good voice. It's a good voice. makes people laugh. That voice, if I do it your way, people don't laugh. It's like what? It's like watching Friends Without a Laugh Track. You don't laugh. That's what, that's what it is. Did you ever laugh with the laugh track? Unless uh, Elliot Gould was on the I, screen. No, no, I, I, I got to be honest with you because I've, I've watched a lot of Friends in the last couple because it's on now during the day, and I just happen to catch a bunch of episodes yeah. while I'm working. I'm going, wow. I don't know if it's this show didn't age or if it just wasn't funny. And I thought it was so funny when it was on both. the air. Yeah, it was. I thought it was so funny with the laugh track. Oh my god! And then, and then I watch episodes and I go. 
I just watched the whole episode and didn't laugh once. Or I watched, I laughed once. And the only funny stuff really is Chandler and Joey. Right yeah. now, you wonder why. Now you know why. And then okay, Phoebe, and Phoebe. Yeah, yeah but once, but once, but but Phoebe is too over the top. Like she comes in with it, persona has yeah. it all the time. And I go, boy, I remember watching it, thinking, boy, Matt LeBlanc was the weak link of Friends, man. He really was. And now I'm like, no, he's the funniest one. No wonder they gave him Joey and, and tried to make it work with him because everything else, I, I watch and I go. That line is not funny. Why is everybody laughing? That line is, and I thought it was so so funny when it was on. Oh my god, friends! It was on. I watched the Bruce Willis episode. I didn't laugh once, and I'm sitting here going, "Oh my god!" First of all, I didn't know it, it, Bruce Willis just looked like, "Hey, I'm here," and there's nothing. I, I, I mean, he didn't whatever. really want to be there. I, I got booked on here, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you the lines, right? And that's it. It just wasn't funny. And I, I, I again, I don't know. Did it not age well, or was it just? I thought it was funnier when it was. Maybe because now, we've did seen you watch so many it with groups of people, now? though. Uh, like because we because that was one where we were still you know in the early stages of you know kids are small, so there was just a lot of hey people are kind of hanging out together. So if someone in the group found it funny. I it would know, spark I, like talks and whatever. I kind of, so, I kind of watch it by myself, or I watch it with Pam or or groups or something. Like, but it, it's not like each week I, I had to I had to watch a certain way. But I, no, I remember no. thinking it was funny. And there's okay. and look, there's certain lines. I remember certain lines of Friends that were really really funny. But just like for a whole episode, I'm watching. I'm going, I didn't laugh once. I didn't. And there was and, and and all this controversy over how they all used to fight over who got the lines and who got the best lines. I'm like, you fought over these lines, really? You fought over these lines? I want to know what was on the cutting over? room floor Ooh, that, that just got axed because Ooh. you guys couldn't couldn't agree on it. Is it fine? We'll take that line out and substitute it. That yeah. that's those the stories, man. Yeah, you watch a friend. That it's like, Ooh, wow. I, I'm Although wait. I had no problem just watching uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, well, uh, well, and uh, and wait, wait, who went to Northwestern on that? Show? Oh, David Schwimmer, right? You like him? You went to Northwestern? Yeah. Wow. Anti David Schwimmer. Look at you. Hey, there was a you. lot, a lot of people at Northwestern that were anti David <laughs> Schwimmer. I don't think I'm alone. In that. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive. Com. I'm waiting for the day where Zoe sits me down and says, Dad, I watch Friends. It's not funny. Why did you lie to me? No, I didn't lie to you. I didn't lie to you. It's not a show that ages hey. well. Watch The Office. That aged really well. Age Office aged really well. Well, it's timeless. Yeah. I mean, except for some jokes that now they've got to edit Oh, yeah, out. yeah. Certain jokes, I'm like, ooh, that's, ooh. Certain yeah, episodes now have to be up, edited, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, and, and like Swiss cheese. Why is this hey, episode? What, why, what's the connection there? It's eight minutes. Yeah, why, how, how are you doing? Well, it's a lot of commercials in this episode. Wow. You know, here come the guys from, from uh, here come the guys for Tears for Fears trying to sell me love songs on CDs. Well, it's a long commercial here. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Friends just didn't, didn't it? Hot take. Friends, not that funny. Amazing. Uh Big news today, again, going forward with Colorado State and Colorado. Now, Colorado coming up this weekend, finally getting their first test against Oregon. You saw last night, we got the numbers for the game against Colorado State. Most watched game in ESPN's time slot in history. I mean, you had 10 million people who stayed up until 10 o'clock at night on, on the on the East Coast on a Friday to watch a game, right, on a Saturday, to watch a college football game. That never happens. That shows you the popularity of... Of Colorado, well, especially when they you know have a fight in the pregame. Oh yeah, yeah. You got celebrities that we can now play. Who's there? Who isn't? And then it's personal fouls all over Mm -hmm. the field, waiting Mm -hmm. for guys to just you know erect a uh, an octagon in the middle of the field and just get after it. So you know that kind of helped too. It's funny you say that because I'm going to compare Colorado to Ronda Rousey, and it's not going to be a great comparison. 
Right now, we're still dealing with the the aftermath this week of the Colorado State player who injured Travis Hunter. He's getting death threats, and Deion Sanders uh, came out today and said, "Listen, it shouldn't be. This is a football game. There shouldn't be any death threats, and of course, there shouldn't be death threats. But unfortunately, when you have social media and everybody is reachable at any time with with a click of your uh, of your phone, that's unfortunately going to happen. So hopefully, this calms down and we get back to football. And but the Colorado, the traveling roadshow that is. Colorado continues to run unopposed in college football. Nobody cares about Alabama's quarterback controversy. Alabama, what happened? Nobody cares about Alabama. No, Colorado, what's next for Colorado? What's What happened today with Deion Sanders? But as we get into the toughest part of their schedule, because now we're going to find out how good Colorado is, because that's the one thing that people don't, don't talk about. As exciting as they've been, are they any good? I mean, we still don't know. They're, no, they're we have they, no idea. We have where no they idea. should be. They're 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 you know they're you're 18th in the in the in the country after going three and zero and beating the team week one who was in last year's college football uh, playoff and final. Okay, that gets you early into the top twenty five. But you beat Nebraska, who is not very good, and you beat Colorado State by a touchdown. So uh, 18, 19 is kind of where you are. You still don't know who's a contender, who's a pretender. We don't know how good they are because T. TCU, after they lost to Colorado, hasn't played anybody, so we don't know how good they are. Nebraska didn't play anybody last week when they won, and and Colorado State's lost both their games. So how good is Colorado? We're going to find out now because now we got Oregon and USC, and it's going to be an amazing next couple of weeks. Wow. And the buildup for this Colorado game against Oregon is immense. Well, but even two of those three games – you could argue they should have lost. Now, they, they still won, right? Succeed and proceed, move through. A lot of positivity, a lot of points, a lot of highlights. But this game against Colorado State, they gave that game away. And Colorado, I mean, to their credit, came and snatched it, right? Huge drive to go in, force, force things, and then double OT, you get the W. But... You know, let's let's not make it like they're uh, doing what the Cowboys are have done through the first two weeks of the season, <laughs> running running roughshod. Yeah, look, they they they've captured our attention, and it's happened so fast, and the rise has been so meteoric, and they're so incredibly popular, kind of like what happened to Ronda Rousey. And that's where it was. All of a sudden, Ronda Rousey went from, hey, she's a pretty good story, to, whoa, now she's beating people in 25 seconds. And Ronda Rousey is this mythical athlete who suddenly is one of the most popular athletes in the world. And it happened so fast. Now, I'm not going to say that that Colorado, because it, it happened so big so fast, it's going gonna, it's gonna to burn out quicker. But I remember when we interviewed Dana White on the show in the midst of Ronda Rousey's rise and, and he came, he was in studio and I, and I said, you know, the thing about Ronda Rousey is she really can't lose because if she loses, she loses everything off of her mystique and what she's got going on. He, and, and remember he agreed with us. He goes, yeah, he goes, you know, Hey, the, the, she just she does need to keep winning. And then he, then he went into a, a different part of an answer about her and coming up and these other people in the division. But like we knew that if Ronda Rousey loses, that's going to hurt that image and that popularity right away. And what happened? Ronda Rousey lost. It was, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And she never really got back to that level of whatever Ronda Rousey does, the world stops for it. She went on, she lost again, she lost again, and then she left, she went to WWE, and now she's leaving WWE, and who knows what she has next, and and her star power is not nearly what it was. She's not starring in movies anymore, she's not top of mind for everything else. If Colorado loses, 
that puts a huge that takes a huge amount of air out of the Colorado balloon because that's the mystique that's surrounding Colorado right now is look how good they're not that we think Colorado can win the national championship but when you're undefeated and that that gives you a cachet that no other teams have right it's when you're undefeated and you're the story whoa I got to see but then you lose and there's still going to be large interest in Colorado and Dion and but then you're going to see the haters come out and ah oh, now they lost and look at what Dion's saying now and now it's not working and it's all Dion's fault you, you see how this story is going to go when Colorado loses a game or two but from from the attention standpoint if Colorado loses are they still the big draw I don't think they're going to be this you know, hey nine million people are watching Colorado right they're watching it right now for the experience and can they keep winning but if they lose to Oregon this week and or if they they beat Oregon this week they'll still be they lose to USC in a week it's going to be oh uh, Colorado lost okay that story was fun now we're on to something else that's what's going to happen to Colorado if they lose the pressure of them to keep winning is immense because either they're going to be the most popular thing in football and there's not a lot of time where we spend a Monday after the after an NFL Sunday talking college football but we did yesterday we did the week before we did the week before that because Colorado was just that big of a deal so but you're going to see that's going to dissipate pretty fast the overall interest level in Colorado is going to be oh it's great now because here they are oh they lost yeah well they're still fun I still want to kind of follow them and I want to follow Shadur Sanders and I'm going to pay attention when Dion talks and says what he has to say but they lose that unbeaten aura about them they're going to lose a lot they're not going to quite be that draw that they've been well and that's it right it's the everybody wants a piece of what's working I mean we've seen it in so many spaces go back to the the pandemic and the the quest for crypto and nfts and art and digital this that, and and all of these different things uh new forays perhaps ahead of their time and and early adopters but you know for many it's still trying to make sense and you want that physical you know item in your hand right as it were but it's for colorado it's the fear of missing out uh in our business it's a well it's a hot story so we have to be part of it Right. If the other network is going to be broadcasting from on site, we need a presence. And if we can't have this, then we got to have this. A lot of questions, you know, in terms of the four letter and and the broadcast teams that they're sending instead of their number one, which is always, you know, a a fun little game that we play in the media of, all right, who's covering that game? Uh, But for for Colorado, I mean, you saw Deion Sanders on 60 Minutes again. They just did one on him a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. right? They went right back to it. Why? Because it works. And then it outdrew uh, um, the guy from Ukraine, uh, and everybody was mad <laughs> trying to make a sure. Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Try, <laughs> Dion's on. Okay, yeah. But, hey, but trying to Dion. make a big point, it's like, well, everybody went and watched this. I was like, yes, because it's a happy story. Yeah. It's yeah. positive. It's you know all of that. And I'm like, I'm not saying it's more important, but what do people need in their lives? A little distraction. That's why they're come to us. Welcome to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, folks. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the family. Grab a drink, stay a while. But it's, you know, for for me, you know, and, and I've been pretty upfront about this all the way through, uh, the sycophants and everybody just trying to get an audience like he's the Pope. And today he was given absolution. Oh, we forgive him for what he did. Like, God made a football, what he thought was a football play, and he was late. Did he have malice in his heart? I don't know. Only the good Lord above does. <laughs> but now he's given absolution like he's the Pope. Of, oh, no, we forgive him. He's okay. Uh, and so when we've watched this, how much dies off if they get drummed by Oregon? I don't know. But you have USC the following week, and the, the storyline goes to them. 
right? And Caleb Williams and everything else of how do they keep things rolling? Because that game's in Boulder, so you'll, you'll still have it. They've sold out all their tickets for the first time in the 100-plus years they've been playing up there. So, you know, it's, it's, it's still going to be a big deal, but it, it drifts into a story, and now it becomes about long long sustained viability of a program. So that that's the curiosity. But yes, the media circus, just like with Ronda Rousey, who couldn't cut a promo, at least Dion, we know, can still do that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... 
Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Whether, whether Harmon hates his life or not, that's the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. Tonight's show, brought to you by, <laughs> tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, it's Tuesday. We're still yeah. two days away from Thursday Night Football, which is the official beginning of week three of the NFL. But I can already tell you what the biggest game of the weekend is going to be because of the stakes involved. Mm, stakes. Because of the stakes involved for the two teams that are playing. Mike's comment, by the way, just gave it away which game you're going to talk about. <laughs> it ain't the Giants it might, and the might Niners. Have done it. Ain't the Giants and the Niners. No, the game of the week because the stakes for both of these teams are just awesome. Off the hook immense is Patriots Jets. The losing team in this game. Just think about what this is going to be, right? First, you had Garrett Wilson today already firing everybody up by saying, hey, this losing streak we have to the Patriots, we can't have it happen. We got to get on the other side of this and fast. Let's listen to Garrett Wilson. Oh, that's what he said. We suck. Oh, that's what he said. No, he did not say that. <laughs> yeah, it was a he long did, pause. He did not and then say he said, no. We suck. No, he didn't say that. That's kind of like your your Giannis last week. I go to the Lakers. I'm going to the Lakers. <laughs> uh, here's Garrett Wilson on the losing streak to the Patriots. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> he, he at least didn't have the uh, the bad Giannis accent this time. <laughs> oh, that is true. Yeah, because that was a bad Giannis accent last week. Listen, he tried straight. We what? Uh, no, all right, last no. week you guys said my Giannis was great. No, yeah, it was. All it was of a okay. sudden, no. It was okay. No, no it was all right for you. I, I liked the right. effort. I, I really did. Oh, I, it wasn't as good as my Pennsylvania accent. Oh, no. It went, no, it wasn't uh, as good as that. Nobody was, was still, inviting that in. Right. The show. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. We watched last night. Yeah, hey, Yinzer. You watched Pittsburgh win. It was great. It was fantastic. It's all good. We you won. Yinzer in. Yeah, Yinzer This is my nightmare. All right, now here is Garrett Wilson talking about the losing streak. To the Patriots, fourteen straight is unacceptable, and um, that's you know that's unacceptable. We're you know I'm owing two against them. That's unacceptable. You know I inherited, a, you know I walked into a to a, um, a team that you know we haven't we haven't beat the Patriots, and, and and I feel like that's why they brought me here and, and brought me and Sauce here and and the guys here to make things like that change. So it's it's time that we you know do what we get paid for. The word of the day is unacceptable unacceptable now just think about what this means for each of the teams who lose if the patriots lose this game they're 0 and 3 and why you know look last week i told you they're going to be 0 and 2 to the dolphins and this is going to start the the end of the belichick era cuz th- this year is just bad we told you he's going to walk away at the end of this year or somehow get pushed out cuz cuz B- bob Kraft is not going to go through another bad season you're talking about the Patriots being 0-3, and all the fans are going to say is, we can't even beat the Jets. 
We can't even beat the... I get that maybe we had a shot against the Dolphins, even though our roster stinks. I get that we lost the first week. See, I, I understand. But we we always beat the Jets, especially with Zach Wilson. How do we not beat the Jets? How do we not beat the Jets? And it's an avalanche that Belichick is not going to be able to get out from under as, as the rest of the season. You're talking about an 0-3 start to the Patriots with a roster that is not very talented. It's it's the it's going to be an awful season for him if the Patriots lose. It's just going to be waiting for them to make changes. They won't. Nothing he does is going to make sense. <laughs> for every for every one time, hey, we got a guy a new way to block an extra point or a field goal. Hey, that's great, but we lost to the Jets. Right? There's going to be no saving him, and this is going to be the end of Belichick in, in New England. Now, the flip side of it, if the Jets lose, think about this. When are, when are they ever going to beat the Patriots? If they, if they can't beat them now, the Patriots stink and he's a home opener and the roster is loaded everywhere but quarterback, when are they ever going to do it? And this is when a season can spiral out of control really fast. They lose to the Cowboys, which should have been a week where the Jets said, okay, it's all right. We lost a game. Let's go back. We, we had to deal with losing Aaron. And what happened? Brees Hall is upset about his carries. Sauce Gardner deletes his social media profile. It's like, yeah, guys, it's one game. It's one game. Mourn Aaron Rodgers, be in the right headspace, and get ready for the next game. No, nope, it's lose, all tumbling. If they lose this game, as much as, hey, you know what I said, they're going to win 10, they're going to make the playoffs. They, they are so fragile mentally right now. If they lose this game, this is what starts a skid, and then I can look at the Jets and go, well, what are we going to be, 1-5? 1-6? I mean, in, in, in a week, are they making a phone call for a quarterback? Because if that's the thing, if Zach Wilson stinks, Maybe they, they, they amp up the efforts to get Kirk Cousins or somebody like that because we can't go forward with – because if Zach Wilson stinks, they're not going to wait and let him play another five or six weeks. They're going to say, all right, got to get aggressive to try to go trade for somebody. So just think about the stakes. It's the biggest game of the week, bar none, because what happens to the losing team is, is, so, is going to be so bad that they may not make it back the rest of the season because of it. I don't know if the Dolphins beat the hell out of the Denver Broncos. Does Sean Payton assault Russell Wilson on the sideline? Oh, they will. man. Yeah, but that's right? just when, one when team. When they go and, that's they just go one and team. beat them up. That's big stakes. We'll, we'll get to Sean Payton, but that's just big stakes for one team. I mean, because look, big outside of his teams. script, he can't coach anymore. Mm. Uh, just know, like I, in I Chicago, outside that? of a script, they don't do anything either. If, why don't you script more than more than uh, you know the first uh, whatever plays? Why don't you script the rest of them? Just script all of them. Script coming out of halftime. Here's what we're going to do. Hey, you know what? We that. need a, we need a rewrite during Strip this next defensive effort I, I, that we're trying to get you the ball back. I know there's a there's a writer strike going on, but you're allowed to script plays. I don't think anyone's going to say, "Hey, I'm picketing in front of Broncos headquarters because no writers aren't getting paid." Nah, you can, how about you script well, more plays? And if the but I mean, look what the Bears had to plays. do. They ran the, they ran the same play three straight times because they they weren't creative. They didn't uh, have a creative in the room to come up with another scheme. Uh, uh, no, this is huge though. I mean, look, the the Patriots are three point favorites or two and a half, depending on where you're. Shopping uh, on the road at the Jets, and now it comes down to Hackett versus Belichick. I'll take Belichick. Mm, I mean, really, it's it's. They should still win this game because the Patriots should not be able to do anything. But I've seen Jets games like this thousands yeah, the of last times. Fourteen before. of them, thousands yeah. of times before, where Belichick's found a way. Because all he's got to do is say, "I'm going to screw up Zach Wilson for a while," and then hey. good luck. And hey, good luck. Who's the Steven Tobolowski telling you to watch that first step oh, in you, your man. groundhog day against the Patriots? No. It's a doozy. What could happen to both of these teams to lose this game? I mean, really, they may skid and never recover. And Where's that could be the Captain end of their Kirk? Oof. 
Exit Alba Fresca, exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smithson with Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. Coming up next, we get into the most bizarre college football story of the week. This is Fox Sports Radio. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 